0: Today, we are covering The Undertaker and His Pals, which came out in 1966. This is a carry
1: request.
0: Yes, and it was also voted upon in our new public Discord server. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So, as we've all guessed, I am drinking Plum Deluxe. And because I'm the one holding the weight here.
1: (laughs) I can't. I can't have a lot of ingredients right now because the little tea
0: (laughs) sipper. So. Yeah. But that is understandable. Yeah, a little
1: tea sipper can't
0: have certain teas. (laughs) But uh, I am having the Plum Deluxe Garden Grove Green Tea. It has green tea, jasmine flowers, rose petals, dried cherries, and vanilla essence.
1: And I am drinking Mystic Dragon Green Tea. And okay. it is by the Spice and Tea Exchange in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It was a donation of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> a gift. <laughs> and this one has cincha and dragonwell green tea, cornflower Ooh. petals, strawberry and rhubarb flavor. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's a very smooth green tea with good floral notes. And it's very nice, sweet. Like it's not heavy on the sweetness, Mm -hmm. but it's the kind of sweet where you don't need to add sugar or honey. Like it's perfect as is. Mm -hmm. And this one would be good, hot
0: or cold. It's good. (laughs) but as always thank you so much to plum deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love and i did want to make a quick note since we've been cycling through the same teas because we're trying to get through our stash first um the affiliate link as long as you click on the link you can chop any tea any of their tea that you would yes. like it just essentially pits a, a cookie into it so it like it knows that yeah So it you, knows
1: that you heard about them through
0: us yeah so the the link will be for this specific tea but if you're if it's not your jam just still click on the link and then circle to like whatever tea sounds good to you
1: if this one isn't your jam we highly recommend the reading nook blend that is our absolute favorite so far
0: yes so <laughs> I think we've been beating I know but it's horse so way. good <laughs> <laughs> anyway like, i just wanted to throw that out there because i don't is like i don't know how many people are familiar yeah. with how affiliate links work so but anyways and then of course as always for our lovely tea sippers brew yourself a cup of tea sit back relax and we hope you enjoy the review so for the summary uh, with credit to IMDb. I <laughs> have to on
1: this one because I don't know how you would word it otherwise.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not too bad. It's not like Phantasm. Oh God! Yeah, but let's let's forget that that movie existed, <laughs> please. Can we? <laughs> so, an undertaker and his two friends, who are restaurateurs, restaurant owners, make business by going out and kill people. And use the body parts on their menu, and then the undertaker then preys upon the families of those victims to uh get money for his business yeah, so for entertainment, I'm sorry, Carrie <laughs> and I'm sorry to all of the listeners that voted upon us reviewing this movie, so i don't I don't regret watching it. But it was a movie I could take or leave. But it did have some interesting elements to it. So because of that, you know, it, it wasn't just a blah movie to me. Like, I did, I do feel like I took a little bit out of it. So I would personally rate it a 5.5. 5. I mean, because the movie was called The Undertaker and His Pals, I was expecting it to be more of a lighthearted type of movie horror movie but what I wasn't expecting is the comedy was very subtle like I was kind of almost thinking like a Mel Brooks type of
1: it was kind of dry
0: where like it's like dry humor but like I don't know on this one the the humor was a lot more subtle and I felt like it was more serious than comedy but only in certain scenes. And then it completely flipped script and it's like, Oh, we're going to heavily rely on the comedy. So for me, it was just a little bit confusing and it honestly just could be because I was expecting something a little bit different and it didn't completely match those expectations. So that could completely be my bad, but it did have some, smart characters which was nice where like the employer slash boyfriend of one of the victims was smart when the undertaker was like oh I can you know do this funeral for this amount of money and he is like Oh, great. And he writes it on the contract mm-hmm. when he noticed that on the contract, there was no price, and you had seen a family just a little bit before that that got completely screwed over by the undertaker because of all the
1: add-ons and additions,
0: yeah, so it's like there were some clever moments I could really appreciate in the movie but and then but then there's like scenes where you're like, Huh? <laughs> where like the uh, this woman is running away from the Undertaker and you can see she's on fast forward. She's going super fast, like comedically fast. And then the Undertaker is going comedically slow where he's like, do do do, But then he's like still keeping up with her.
1: But... And they change the music too. Yeah. And they
0: switch back and yeah. forth
1: on that scene. That was just so weird.
0: <laughs> it was weird, but I feel
1: like... I don't know. It kind of made sense, but at the same time, it was just... It was kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish... Like, I don't know if you got this, but it kind of felt like the movie had some tonal issues. Like, I feel like they could... They should have... They're obviously going for, like, a more comedic type of horror movie, so I feel like they just should have laid into the comedy because it going from serious to more like lighthearted. Silly. Yeah. Silly. That's a good word for it was kind of confusing, but maybe it's just because it was my first impression on, um, you know, my very first watch. Maybe if I watch it again, I can see the more overlap and tones and stuff like that. But yeah, it's like overall, um, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I did get something out of it. But it is a little bit slow. And if you are one that tends to prefer more modern movies versus the older ones, I feel like um, you're going to have a hard time getting through this one.
1: So this movie, on the whole, I feel very meh about Like, I don't really feel either kind of way about it. And normally, I would give it a solid five. For some of the humor, I actually kind of enjoyed it and laughed a little bit, especially on, like, their menu board. Yeah, (laughs) like the breast of chicken. Breast of chicken, leg of lamb, (laughs) stuff like that. But... Yeah, order up lamb's
0: leg. (laughs) Good night, Miss Poultry. And then the... We're like, oh, do you prefer white meat or dark meat? Yeah. And then the 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 guy was confused. Chicken breast
1: is generally white meat. Yeah,
0: so that (laughs) was a bit
1: sus. Yeah, um, and he was right to feel that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But at the same time, I could not for the life of me, no matter how hard I tried, stay awake... (laughs) For this movie all the way through. I fell asleep, like, three times at the same place every time and had to keep backing it up. And I finally got through the rest of it on, like, a fourth viewing.
0: And the movie is only, like, 63 minutes long. Yeah, It's only an hour.
1: But I kept falling asleep... And part of that is probably due to the tea sipper, but in making. But. Tea sipper in progress. <laughs> tea sipper in progress. But the fact remains, I kept falling asleep at about the same place every time. And when I finally did get through it, I only like half absorbed it. So it really makes it hard for me to. To give it that 5 even. So I'm giving it a 4.5. It is... Thoroughly middle of the pack kind of movie for me. And I like that it's not super long. Because it is kind of silly. And it's not normally my thing. Um, Some of the humor, again, was nice and funny. And I appreciated it. But it felt almost like a semi-serious cartoon. But live action. (laughs) Yeah. So it was just kind of odd. The effects were okay. They could have used some work on especially the blood that was too bright and watery. But, and we'll get to a lot more of this in the realism, but um, the other effects like the organs and everything were better. Um,
0: I feel like that's pretty common for, yeah, like, the 60 it is, horror movies. It
1: is. The bright red really is a high contrast thing, and it really makes an impact to the audience. Or it did at the, the time. Now it just seems kind of silly. <laughs> and, and bad. But it it just seemed a little, little runny. You could have made it a little thicker. Um. <laughs> the the characters though there were times when i i didn't know who was who and i couldn't bring myself to care about any of them really even the victims <laughs> like they didn't really have any character development you didn't really feel for any of them in particular
0: Yeah, like the only ones I gave uh, development for, you're like, oh, they're just super horny. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, which I feel like added a little bit to the comedy, honestly. (laughs) But it wasn't... I couldn't feel any kind of way about it. (laughs) That's the overall arcing point of this movie for me is... I don't feel any kind of way about it. Mood apathetic. <laughs> so, that's that's really all I have honestly for this movie.
0: Well, then I guess we will <laughs> skedaddle on to realism. I legit can't feel any
1: way about this movie. Good or bad. I'm uh, sorry. I did try. Uh,
0: you you run the risk when you request movies from us. Yeah. Well, because it's like, you know... I hope this isn't one of
1: your favorites.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of like one of those things where... Like, we want to be honest about our yeah. opinion, and we don't want to sugarcoat it just and because it was And it is just an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just our personal opinion... Yeah. And that's why we started the podcast, because we want to open up the conversation. Mm-hmm. As like, if you really enjoyed the movie, let us know. Like, I know, just a very brief example before I move on to realism. Uh, we had reviewed Carrie 2, and it was a listener request. And we really did not enjoy the movie that much. But there was uh, someone on YouTube that commented, like, a, a whole... Uh, Detailed like explanation Mm -hmm. on why it was one of their favorite movies, and I could totally see their side. It doesn't mean necessarily mean that my mind was changed, but to be able to see it from their
1: perspective,
0: exactly. And Mm -hmm. it's like I love the fact that movies, like one movie, can branch so many different opinions because Mm -hmm. everyone. Has came from a different place in their life. Everyone has, like, a different viewpoint on life. We're all viewing it from a different lens. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I love opening up the conversation mm-hmm. and pressing, you know, our listeners to say their opinion of the movie that we reviewed because oftentimes it brings a whole new perspective something that we wouldn't have ever seen before.
1: There have been times where we appreciate a movie and we like it, but someone else's different perspective makes us appreciate it even more as well. and makes us think a little harder about some of the things that we were a little more harsh on. So it's nice to see those different perspectives, and that's what we want in the community is more viewpoints more discussion
0: and i can't remember which movie it was i think it was a uh, tetsuo but there was stuff a part of it that went way over our heads yes and having people explain God. we needed that one <laughs> we needed that <laughs> explanation for sure it like while while i still don't necessarily drastically change my opinion about nope. the movie it was really cool to know. It's like, oh, that makes mo- more sense. That helps me appreciate the movie yes. more. Yes. So, but that's our spiel, and that's why we <laughs> will continue to pressure everyone <laughs> to give us our opinions. <laughs> like, I don't know about pressure. We okay. will ask for okay, them, ask them, but <laughs> I, I know slow I was, your role there. <laughs> I was being God. aggressive on
1: purpose, a little bit. Jeez, that. all right. Calm yourself, woman. Let's move on to realism, shall we? <laughs> It's <laughs> so soap our realism. <laughs> we have fun during these recordings. Yep. Uh,
0: I am going to give this a two. Like that's fair. Uh, like it wasn't so out of the realm of pot. Like this, the story itself about like, you know, these two restaurant owners killing people, and then the Undertaker has a deal with them. Like, as terrible as that sounds, I can totally see something like that happening. Yeah, I could see the premise itself being a thing. But it's more like how they executed it. Like, yeah. the jokes and stuff, of course, like, breast of chicken and, st- and leg of lamb. And whenever people obviously knew it wasn't those things, it's like, they weren't they weren't going to get away very long with that.
1: I'm surprised the health inspector wasn't called.
0: Yeah, like, they, they really should have gone with, like, a more exotic yeah. meat.
1: Like, oh, this but is... But they
0: wanted to be
1: yeah. cheeky about it.
0: Yeah. It was like a private joke. Yeah, like, I'm glad they did it that way. Oh, yeah. But from a realistic... A realistic perspective is that they wouldn't have gotten away no, very far with sure, that. No, for sure, no. But <laughs> really the biggest complaint is the fact that they were getting away with it for so long, and then the blood. The blood, terrible. It's just like bright, bright... Water. Water. Yeah, It's like, like Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the... As you mentioned before, the the gore part actually wasn't too bad. No,
1: yeah, the organs looked really good.
0: Like, so. the sheen
1: on them was good, the texture. <laughs> it looked decent. Yeah. They didn't really show any muscle or anything over the the actual organs like there should have been. But the organ visuals themselves looked decent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's kind of... It's one of those movies like, phantasm where you watch it and it just makes your brain mush. And you're like... A little bit. You're like, I can't think. So that's all I have for realism. Because it's either I nitpick so many things that we're here for, you know, 45 minutes or Yeah. I give more general statements. So, yeah.
1: A two is very fair. I was going to give it that as well. Nice. So... It is a movie that knows it's not realistic and doesn't try to be super realistic about it. Um, Like the vat of acid, the huge vat of acid, would smell so bad, especially when they put a body in there, and it would take a fair bit of time for the actual flesh to dissolve off of the body. And when it does, you're not gonna be able to just pull a skeleton up like that and it be connected. <laughs> that's not how it works. No, because in there's ligaments any way, shape, and... or form, yeah, that's not how bodies do.
0: Yeah, I'm sure if the flesh uh, came off, then the ligaments would. Because yes. I'd assume that they're like similar. And... Yes, yeah,
1: they're slightly different texture, but. Yes, <laughs> they would dissolve as well. So the tendons, the ligaments, all the muscle tissue, the organ tissue, all of that would dissolve. It would take a while, but it would all
0: dissolve. And <laughs> Which means the bones are not connected anymore. And it's like we do kind of have reference since a certain serial killer <clears throat> uh, has uh, done that. Actually,
1: and I, I think several, yeah, several yeah, serial others, killers. But he's one of the most famous.
0: Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah. Especially since there was just recently a series. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, that's not how bodies do. It was funny for the visuals and everything. Mm-hmm. And for the audience's purpose, it makes an impact of a sort, I guess. So it gives the audience more context of what's going on, and, you know, it is what it is. But that's not how it works at all. Um, The smell would have been atrocious, and there would have been people that had complained about that, if nothing else to the health inspector at some point. The quality of the meat and everything. And I'm sorry, what diner <laughs> serves just meat on the plate?
0: Yeah, that's that nasty. What gets me though is they
1: had a delivery person that was supposed to be delivering like veggies and stuff and side kind of things. But whenever they would show a dish, it was just the meat. Yeah. So what are they doing with it?
0: Unless if they cooked it in a broth or something.
1: Maybe, but we didn't see any kind of moisture at all. Well, honest, let's be honest. The plates that they put in front of people looked dry as hell. Like Sahara Desert dry. The guy had to saw through the meat for the leg of lamb. Which was his first clue that it wasn't Lamb. Honestly, Lamb is supposed to be a lot more tender than that. But it's just... (laughs) It makes no sense. (laughs) There also would have been blood everywhere from them cutting up the bodies. Especially with Miss Friday, I believe it was, that they knocked out. And brought into the kitchen to look at her organs. Yeah. But their area was pretty clean. <laughs> like, there was no blood. Um, I found it interesting and kind of hypocritical that the, the main chef dude that had dropped out or was kicked out or whatever of med school was like prep the patient while I scrub up so he was trying to kind of be sterile about it but didn't fully wash properly and then he put on gloves but he had the other dude handle the girl and he wasn't sterile at all and then the guy had put a blanket over her which was also let's be honest that wasn't sterile either ain't no way in hell And then he takes his gloves, which we hope were clean, but it doesn't matter at this point anyway, and touches the unsterile blanket and moves it off her. There has been no iodine or any kind of cleaning or anything, antiseptic, nothing on the body. And then the dude who hasn't even washed his hands hands him the scalpel. I don't know how he runs his kitchen. But just seeing how he handles this stuff gives me serious concern. Even if he had used more um, reasonably sourced meat.
0: Reasonably sourced. Free
1: range. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they were free range. (laughs) And cage free. And cage free, but probably um, not organic though. So. They, I mean, they were organic of a sort. I can't. With they you. weren't modified.
0: No GMOs. <laughs>
1: but it wasn't like actual chicken or beef or pork or anything like that. So. I have concerns for the cleanliness of the kitchen and the safety of the food that he was serving, even if it had been other meat, (laughs) non-human meat. (laughs) But yeah. Um, I can see the Undertaker gouging people price-wise. Um, there's always going to be slimy people like that, that tack on anything and everything that they can, trying to get as much profit as they can. Especially They're through out there.
0: tragedies. Yes.
1: They're horrible for doing so, and not everyone does it. There are yeah. many that don't. There are so many that don't. But there's always going to be someone.
0: Price check, even yes. if it's for a funeral. yes. As uncomfortable as it may be.
1: Yes. But there's always going to be someone out there that has that mindset and mentality. So I can see that happening as unfortunate as it is. Um, I can't even see, like we said before, the premise of the movie itself happening. They definitely wouldn't have gotten away with it as long as they did. (laughs) And... Things were different at the time, but I feel like word still would have gotten around about that funeral director. And he wouldn't have gotten near as much business after doing it, like, a a handful of times.
0: Just saying. (laughs) And, like, especially, like, how predatory of him for just, like, standing there... And waiting for like a loved one to come by the scene and be like, hey.
1: Yeah, when he's already at the scene or gets there soon after the police are at the scene. Yeah, that's that's messed up. super
0: sus. Yeah. And super messed up. Like I feel like I would be more inclined to say no. Uh If an undertaker was like, oh, I'm at the scene of a loved one's murder, you're gonna need a funeral director. Like, no. That would make
1: me angry. Yeah. Like, how dare you have the gall? I am in the middle of a horrible, stressful situation, and you come in here trying to make a quick buck? Seriously?
0: Yeah, like him giving the final estimate and during the one funeral. Oh my
1: god, that was awful.
0: Which I'm sure happens, but it's still just I'd, I'd so
1: hope anger-inducing. They'd have a little bit
0: more tact than that. I'm sure like at some least would, but finish the surface.
1: Well, like I said, there's always going to be that one person out there, but it's rage inducing honestly yeah <laughs> so but that's mostly how I see it there there were a couple other things that again this movie doesn't take itself super seriously so like the screaming while being impaled through her heart <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was like, um, and you flailing. Would, I would assume you'd probably have at least that minimum, like gurgling sounds. Yeah, literally blood into your lungs. And
1: she was screaming, but there was no flailing or movement yeah, or yeah. anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and just other things like that. It was just, it was silly. It's not very realistic.
0: So. I I feel like this one would be a good one to watch with friends.
1: Yeah, it would. And laugh at. And it's one that you don't necessarily have to pay super close attention to. (laughs) So, that's what I
0: got. Well, yeah, it's like, I feel like this one, you could take it or leave it. Like, if you have some level of interest in the movie, then watch it you know, you're not going to be scarred for life or anything, hopefully. (laughs) Trigger warning. (laughs) But,
1: um... I'm not mad I watched it. I'm mad I couldn't stay awake
0: for it, but... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today, and please comment on what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on uh youtube twitter instagram facebook tiktok and most places you listen to podcasts and we also have a public discord server now um we have postponed any further polls for upcoming episodes until our uh or your (laughs) co-host uh, is the little tea sipper in progress <laughs> is uh has settled but um but it's uh a, a good place to go to keep more up to date with like our <laughs> announcements we'll also post a lot more readily like a month or two ahead of time on like what episodes are coming out and then also uh if you want to talk about horror movies horror shows or horror, horror video games <laughs>
1: It is also worth noting that we have episodes scheduled through, like, May. So So if you do request... It's going to be a while. It's going to be a little bit. Sorry. (laughs) We had to plan maternity leave.
0: And then we can't do June because that's uh, shark month. Yeah. So essentially up until July... Shark or aquatic... We have we're it calling quite a shark decided. it decided. Yeah, it's something. We're not. We're not changing the. It's Shark Month. <laughs> it's no matter what movie <laughs> we re- review, it's Shark Month. <laughs> okay, that's
1: fine. This is fine. We'll just have a shark named Bruce on the set. It'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. If you'd like to support us monetarily, we do have a Teespring and PayPal, or we have our affiliate link with Plum Deluxe, if you would like. It does not affect the price of the tea at all. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. You can find all of the sites mentioned linked below, including the Discord. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye!